otherwise on SAFM. Now, it's, I'm, I'm very excited to be speaking with Helen Nicholson. She, she's dubbed the networking queen, and she calls herself the chief excitement officer. <laughs> That's very catchy, and uh, I, I, I can't wait to speak to her. Helen, hello. Hi, Shredder. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I must tell you, I tried to find you on Twitter. There's so many Helen Nicholsons. Are you yes, on Twitter? Under my Twitter handle is at Network Helen. Uh, at, at Network Helen. Yes. I thought yes. so because you you stand out and you know as far as your bio is concerned. And I thought, strange, she's not on Twitter. Yes. We're trying yes. to forward the show. Tell me where you got your enthusiasm and passion about networking. I think, um, Shadow. I think I'm a born connector. I love connecting the right people to the other right people. So, you know, in another career, I probably could have been a matchmaker. So in a lot of ways, I'm a, I'm a corporate matchmaker because I, I meet people all the time and I kind of, I have a mental Rolodex going on in my head as to who I think that there would be synergy with, you know, in terms of their businesses. And I love connecting the two of them. And it gives me great passion. And, and subsequently, I've discovered there are lots of other people like me and we're known as connectors. Okay. And um, and it actually gives you great joy and fulfillment in connecting the right people to the other right people. Well, you seem to have understood, and you teach people now about the master to master the art of networking. Yes. Um, do we also have to do the golf course like men do? <laughs> yeah, I did try the golf course for a little while, and I must say I did hate it. Although I did realise that um, the the relationship building that happens on the golf course um, kind of extends into it, they actually don't do business on the golf course. It, it, they build a relationship there, and then the business kind of follows at a later stage. Because I think you can probably learn quite a lot about a person when you spend five hours with them struggling, you know, mm. with a tiny white ball and a big long stick. <laughs> So, so it's, it's it's not a prerequisite to know how to play golf per se. No, no, and I think you know, especially um, you know, one of my particular areas of passion is getting women to network better because um, research shows that you know, business networking is not one of businesswomen's strong points. And, um, you know, and one of the reasons is, you know, a lot of the networking actually takes place outside of office hours. So on the golf course, at the pub, at the rugby, at the soccer matches, etc. Mm-hmm. And I always say to women, um, but then you've got to recreate new opportunities for yourself. So whether it be a breakfast after you've dropped children off at school or make it work for you. You know, you can't just kind of hold your hands up and say, well, you know, it doesn't suit me. Um, those kind of networking opportunities, I think it just gives you an option to create new ones. Mm-hmm. Because you've worked in, in both here and abroad uh, quite extensively. Is is the networking um, platform the same all over the world? I think so. I think um, there are different styles. Um, you know, for example, um, I've done some training in the States. And, you know, people there are a lot more in your face. They're more... Um, you know, they can kind of be more aggressive networkers. Mm-hmm. But I think as South Africans, we, our culture is more one of reticence. And you'll often find um, a lot of cultural dynamics exist. You know, for example, not I find with Muslim women, for example, mm-hmm. older black women, um, you know, very conservative Afrikaans women, um, and obviously the men, uh, men as well. Sometimes they, you know, a lot of them come up to me after workshops and they say, you know, our um, culture has been very much of keep to yourself, you know, children are seen and not heard. And and in a lot of ways, what networking requires is exactly the opposite of that. Mm. 
Now, we, we, we digress because really you, we need to talk about this event that you're having. But I was so interested yes. in what you're doing. And you are MC at this event. But can one, can one also have access to you? And will you be giving some kind of workshops with regards to networking? Yes. I mean, one of the reasons why we host this Women's Day event every year um, and try to make it different from other events, because you often find people will come and hear speakers, which they're obviously going to be doing um, at the event. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also going to try and connect them to at least one person that is strategic to their business role. So, you know, I've made some phone calls and find out, you know, who you are and who do you need to know. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do an exercise during the course of the morning where they're going to actually have to find that person. Um and so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun, but it's also going to be strategic from a business perspective as well. So it's not hit and miss networking. It's more focused. That's a lot of work, it sounds like it. But who who are your speakers and, and who should attend? Um, Dr. Mampela Rampeli is speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, she's opening the morning, uh, which we're very excited to have her here because she had 300 Women's Day invitations and she chose our event, so we're mm-hmm. thrilled about that. But she's going to, it's going to be less political and more about her personal journey. You know, she's going to share some of the lessons that she's learned as a businesswoman in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, we're then going to hand over to Deborah Patter. And, you know, anyone who knows Deborah knows she's a hard-hitting, kind of feisty woman. And she's also going to share some of her lessons about being a businesswoman in South Africa. And then to finish it off, we're going to have um, a newcomer who's just launched an amazing new book called Kate Emerson. And it's on decluttering your life. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of research that shows the more clutter you have, it leads to weight gain, it leads to kind of... um, uh, failure often in business, you know, but really when you declutter yourself both in and out um, perspective, then amazing stuff happens. So she's got a really interesting presentation on that. It sounds very interesting. We all got some clutter in the cupboard somewhere. Indeed. In our, in our head especially. But now you mentioned these guests. Are they going to be in Johannesburg? Because you in Johannesburg, Durban and Cape Town, are they traveling with, with the event? Yeah, what we've actually done is we, um, we've we actually um, consolidated the event into one event in Johannesburg. It just became too challenging from a traveling perspective because we couldn't get all three of them at all three of the venues. Okay. So um, we're having a big bumper one in Johannesburg, and some of our people from Durban and Cape Town, I have delegates, have actually flown up for it. Who should attend? Um, we've got a real mix, a lot of corporate people, um, a lot of entrepreneurs, anyone who's interested in in getting kind of some food for thought, some inspiration, hearing from other uh, powerful, successful South African businesswomen who share their stories and also pick up some networking tips and meet some people that are relevant to their career. But do you have to be a businesswoman or or can Um, you be a student, for instance? Yes. For example, I mean, we've got, we've opened it up. Our mentor at the Branson School of Entrepreneurship and um, we've opened it up to some of the aspiring entrepreneurs that they're going to be coming. So, yes, I mean, I think that, you know, they're lessons at all different stages in your career. I know that. Helen, you, you, you seem to be a very driven person, and I'm even surprised that you're a single mother with young twin girls. Yes. How, where do you find the time to be reading and running and networking and doing all those kinds of things? Because I'd like to, to be able to do what you do. Uh, as a as a single mother, um, 
you know what? I think that you you learn uh, one of my most important lessons has been around energy and managing your energy and and probably recovery and scheduling recovery time because um, I realised that you can't be on all the time. So you know during the year I take myself off for six days once a year and I go off to a spa and and that really rejuvenates me because I know that if my energy is compromised then it affects my ability to be a mother, it affects my ability to be a partner, to be mm. a parent, and to be a businesswoman. So, you know, I know when I'm running on low, and then I actually take measures to, you know, kind of rejuvenate. Because we we need, as, as, as much as we network quite well, um, yes. and we juggle issues quite well as women, but we also need that downtime. How often should one have that downtime? You say you take it on now and again. But yes. is there any kind of I'm trying to find a a working list, if you like, of of yes. you know things that one needs to visit, you know, books to read, uh, websites to go to that can help you just keep you motivated, you know. Yes. Can you well, recommend any? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a website called the Mindful Leader, which um, you know um, our business is involved in, and and I draw a lot of inspiration and have. Um, learned a lot of lessons from the material. There are a lot of web, there are a lot of articles there about the latest research on sleep. Um, you know, because a lot of people are just not getting enough sleep. Um, you know, there was a, a case recently, um, a couple of months ago, where an Indian businessman, he was the youngest CEO ever appointed in India, mm-hmm. and he meditated. He was a vegetarian, and you know, he so-called did everything right, and then the age of 42 collapsed with a heart attack. And they found out that the one thing that he wasn't doing was um, sleeping enough and getting four and a, he was getting, getting four and a half hours, oh my goodness. which is sustainably is just not. Um, is, is not going to contribute to a healthy performing individual. So, you know, things like um, the On the Mindful Leader website, there's a lot of articles about sleep, about moving, because exercise is also a, a huge habit, mm-hmm. um, which has a whole ripple effect on your energy levels. And you run, you completed the New York Marathon in 2011. I did, yes. How was that? Yes. Um, it was an amazing day, Shadow. It was uh, because I, I had never done a marathon before, and I've never done one since, but it was a big, um, hairy, audacious goal. And it was an amazing day because two million people come out to support you, and um, I felt like a rock star. It was amazing. You know, they're, they're, Americans are very enthusiastic about, about events like that. So it, I thought if I was going to kill myself, at least I'd kill myself in you know, a flat city because unfortunately running in Johannesburg, um, you know, it's, it's very hilly. So um, I'm not sure I'd be able to do the same here in Johannesburg, but um, yeah, it was, it was a great day. Because it, once you've done things like that, then you feel like you can do anything. Well, this is it. I, I highlight that because you'd never done it before. You're not going to do it again. But how did you prepare yourself for that? And I think you prepare yourself for something, sim- I mean, for in the same way for a goal that you want to attain so you can apply the same kind of mental space that you apply for the New York ma- Marathon. Yes, yes. So what so did you have to do? A, um, I think I listen to my body, you know, um, because I think that, and I also in, uh, in South Africa, I think there's a big culture about punishing ourselves from a running perspective. You know, there's almost a culture of if you haven't done comrades, then you actually aren't a runner. <laughs> um, whereas I kind of pace myself more. You know, I don't run every day. I run, you know, on uh, every second day. And I found that that worked for me. So almost incorporating recovery into my running schedule um, you know, enabled me to kind of, and I'd only done a 21K before I did the 42, but I was just trusting in the process and it, it did work.
Fantastic, fantastic. Well, can you give us a website and contact details, please, for uh, your event? What are you calling it? I keep on calling it an event. Does it? it does well, it's, it's kind of um, it's had numerous days. It's, it's kind of a premier Women's Day event, um, and in some ways, we, we've um, alluded to the book by Cheryl Sandberg from um, you know the COO of Facebook, where she, her new book is called Lean In, which is all about women supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You can go to um, our business's website, which is www.thenetworkingcompany.co.za, and the invitation is on the front page with all the details. And then if you want to RSVP directly, um, you can RSVP to iEvent Partners, which is Solutions Group. Um, So it's surely at solutionsgroup.co.za. Surely at solutionsgroup.co.za. And how about you? If I'm not attending the event... Yes. What sort of access do I have to you to get some networking tips? Well, you can. Um, there are free. There's a free ebook on our website. That's networkingcompany.co.za, and you can sign up for our newsletter. And I send out tips often. You'll see their black books on the website. So there are a lot of resources there. Fantastic. We wish you all the best with this event and enjoy your Women's Day. Thanks, Shada, and you as well. Thanks, Helen. Fantastic. Helen Nicholson sounds so enthusiastic and passionate about everything that she she does and has, you know, she, she I'm sure she's got some great networking tips next time you try and find some, someone to network with. So that RSVP number is Shirley at solutionsgroup.co.za. Um, and we're going to continue looking at other events taking place around the country. We had just spoken to Helen, but now we'll be speaking with Linda Bukosini, who's the Chief Executive Officer and Artistic Director at the Playhouse, and we're talking about South African Women's Arts Festival. The second Act UJ Arts and Culture Conference takes place from the 6th to the 8th of August titled Creative Currencies, Accessing Opportunities in an Expanding Marketplace. If you'd like to find out more about the trade and exchange of South African cultural and creative goods and services, register now at act.org.za. Savers, we continue to bring you quality eye care at affordable prices. Our incredible multifocal lens features the latest in digital surfacing technology, resulting in sharper vision and a smoother transition between long and short distance viewing. See your world through new eyes. Change to incredible multifocal. Now only 547 Rand per lens. Spec Savers. For affordable eye care and a whole lot more. T's and C's apply. Otherwise, on SAFM. Um, welcome back to Otherwise and uh, joining me on the phone to talk about the South African Women's Arts Festival 2013. Welcome the CEO and Artistic Director, Linda Bukosin. Hello, Linda. Happy Women's Month. Happy Women's Month to you and to all the fabulous, beautiful, strong, wonderful women of South Africa. Oh, I'm feeling so good now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're celebrating it in a way that I really would love to. South African Women's Arts Festival in its 17th year. That's correct, and we've just had a wonderful beginning already, and uh, we're still continuing this weekend as well with various programs still coming up. Well, tell me, when when does it end so that we know when to catch it? Because it has started, right? 
It started already uh, on the 25th of uh, uh, July, and we ended on the 17th of August. Uh, we've had various productions on stage, primarily in drama, but we also have two productions in dance that are opening uh, this uh, for, for this weekend as well. What are you excited about? Mm. There is one that is opening on Thursday already this week. It's called Butu. Uh, it's written by, uh, 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 well, it's based on a story, um, on pictures uh, that were filmed by, by uh, Ranjit Kali and put into a book form by Dr. Devi Rajab. And uh, it, it, it just uh, talks about the history of, uh, South African women of, of Indian origin. Oh, wow. And we got um, uh, a stalwart in the arts, um, Ronnie Govender, to turn this and adapt it for the stage. And he is directing it with people like Rajesh Gopi and Kumsila Naidu on stage. So there is a rich history of South Africa that is told through a few characters on stage. I'm really excited about this because it is the first time it is being done. It's premiering this Thursday at the Playhouse. We also have uh, uh, another choreography that's coming up uh, featuring the Playhouse Dance Residency as well as uh, the Flatfoot Dance Company. Mm -hmm. The choreography is by Christopher Kendo as well as Leanne Lourdes. And these are fantastic young dancers who are in my city, and they work very hard. They are exceedingly talented. So we're looking forward to seeing uh, expressions on stage at an artistic level that talk about women's experiences. Well, I'm excited to see that Tembi Mchali is showing uh, Cindy Magona's uh, book, Adapted uh, to, to yes. stage, mother um, to mother. That already ended, unfortunately, oh, and no. uh, you know, in Durban style, once the production is nearing its final days, then people get excited and they want more and more tickets. Unfortunately, it's ended, but we've had four houses from the very beginning, and it's been a marvelous reception. Cindy where herself was around and she featured also as part of the poetry session on Saturday where we had people like Rinam Shlope, mm. Naima McLean, Nayusis Tandiswa, Usis Tembi, Cindy Wemagona, so Lebo Mashile. So we're really looking forward to some of these women coming back for the international, the intergenerational dialogue. This is a wonderful mix of women in society. Some come from the arts, some come from the business environment, mm -hmm. as well as in politics. And they're just going to open themselves up and dialogue about issues that are pertinent about balancing family life mm -hmm. and work life in the 21st century. So it's going to be really dynamic. Well, I'm excited also to hear that uh, Miss McLean was there, young, brilliant, up-and-coming poet and musician. Yes. So it's encouraging to see that young people are also taking, uh, are participating on this platform. What was wonderful also about the, the, the poetry session is we then open it uh, to the to younger uh, um, uh, artists, poets. And the amount of talent and just careful, thoroughly thought out 
expressions on stage by these young people is, is really beautiful, uh, both female and male. The interesting part towards the end, we had an elderly uh, Indian lady that came and talked about what I think could be could have been her own experiences or somebody that she knows very well about how this woman was abused and allowed herself to stay mm-hmm. in a relationship that was not so good for her. But later she turned around and decided to take, uh, to value herself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just seeing the variety of uh, renditions on stage about people's experiences and how they decide to turn their lives around to take, you know, to give themselves power over their lives is just beautiful. Linda, I, I need to know what will take what will it take to extend this festival to run over the long weekend, especially because much as you, we we excited and celebrating that you've had these amazing events mm. taking place, mm. but an opportunity to travel to Durban for people coming from other parts of South Africa would be the long weekend. Well, the, the the festival usually, well, it's spread over uh, three uh, weekends. We usually start on, on Wednesdays, on, on Wednesdays until Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we have, I mean, it's all about money. In the mm-hmm. end, we would love to, to run the festival over a much longer period. Mm-hmm. But... Um, um, on the 9th, we decided not to do anything this year because, you know, it seems like everybody who wakes up in event management then chooses the 9th. <laughs> so this week, this Friday, we're not going to have any shows because there's major competition around. But the festival has been running for the past uh, two weekends already. But tell me, are your audiences coming through? You know there's a problem with Durban. People say, oh, audiences don't go to any shows. I know big companies now that will not bring events to Durban because of that problem of not getting enough audiences. That's true. It's a very serious problem that we're experiencing. But uh, we have had really good houses. Uh, what we do, because we're a publicly funded institution, mm-hmm. some tickets are on sale, but we make sure that people who love theater or people that we believe should be exposed to theater, the elderly, uh, young people, we, we bring them in free of charge to mm-hmm. see productions. Mm-hmm. So it's not always about box office income for us, but it's to create a balance. Yes, we do need to uh, be able to cross-subsidize other productions from box office income, but the idea is to also use the performing arts as an important tool that contributes to social dialogue and social changes. So some of our performances are free of charge, and we literally go out to old age homes, we go to schools, we go to orphanages, and, 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 and the general arts public to, to, to invite them to our, to, 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 to our theatres. Right. Linda, could you give us a contact number for, for the festival, please? The number is area code 031 in Durban, 369-9400. 369-9400. That's correct. Well done. Congratulations for your 17th year, and we wish you many more festivals. Happy Women's Day. <laughs> Thank you very much. Take care and God bless. Thank you. Bye. Oh, wonderful. I want to go to Durban now.
It's time for news headlines with Tutile Sako. Thank you, Osile. Um, you're listening to Otherwise. We've got a very jam-packed show today. And uh, talking to me now, who's joining us on the phone, is Desiree Peters, who's a social change and human rights activist. Desiree, hello, welcome. Hi, Shadow. Thank you. Oh, you crazy girl. You're going, you're going skydiving. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> what? Why would you do that? Well... Shadow, it's actually a long story, and I think there's been a process behind this. Um, but I really wanted to do something to ensure that the epidemic of sexual violence in South Africa could get the national attention it deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, it really started off with a Sweat for Gold campaign, which uh, my organization holds. And this sits within our sustainability strategy. And um, it's a campaign is a pitch to get friends of gold to raise funds by getting sponsored in any sporting event or extreme sport that they may do. Uh, very recently, our CEO uh, participated in the Two Oceans Marathon. Mm-hmm. And to really be br- ruthlessly honest, I can't run a swim to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and I started to really uh, admit a number of limitations I have in participating in the campaign. And then I thought through it thoroughly and I thought, I do have great courage. And I thought a stunt like this will certainly draw attention. But more so, the event just spoke to a critical role of advocacy and awareness that gold plays in mm. its implementation of the peer education program. So that, that was the start of it. Um, the second, really, was, was just the relevance of our program currently. And I think in a time when we're chronically challenged with so many social issues and there's an outcry for positive role models and a demand to see behavior change, mm. I, um, within my role at gold, couldn't see the Gold Key Education Program be more relevant. The recent increase in sexual and gender violence mm-hmm. has drawn great public and local attention and sentiment, and the demand to ensure that NGO programs speak to a community's desired change is really never more necessary. So the, the first was a Sweat for Gold campaign. The second was the relevance of our program. But I think um, on a personal level, we, we must, as South Africans, feel absolute disdain and contempt for the scourge of rape and mm. harassment to which women and children of South Africa are exposed. Um, Desiree, how, when are you doing this? You're doing this on the 9th? On Friday. On Friday, where are you diving from? I'm diving at the Durban Skydive Centre, which is based in Camperdown, and it's just before Tala Game Reserve. Okay, and how would you like people to contribute and participate? Well, the, the campaign is in part a fundraising initiative so that we could uh, really support uh, the organizations that partner with us in really perpetuating uh, the peer education program throughout South Africa as we've seen just amazing results and impact as a result of it. But more than that, we want it to be a platform for other NGOs and other partners who, who have the same outcry, who have the same... Uh, idea in terms of civil society becoming more active and fully engaged in addressing the issue, to come out in their numbers, Mm -hmm. to bring out their banners and posters and their flyers and to come out and support the event and show solidarity with rape victims everywhere. So um, there are bribe facilities available, there are picnic sites at the spot and if families can come out and and just make their mark, that would be amazing. I can imagine singers, dancers and... We, there'll be poems, I guess, and, and absolutely, and absolutely. We have we have a live band that's available. Our peer educators will be showcasing their talent and speaking out in terms of the issues. So, so we have an exciting program ahead. 
How does one find more information on 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 the website, maybe? And absolutely, you can get onto our website, which is www.goldpe.org.za, and if you click on our events, uh, you, all of the information is posted. Okay, say that again: www.goldpe.org.za. And are you insured, Desiree? <laughs> Yes, I am. <laughs> I hope so, because I love your spirit. I love the work that you do, but we want you back. And hopefully, that, that, you know, 10,000 feet above sea level, above the ground, is no, no child's play. I know, I know. My, my family has reminded me that repeatedly. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much, and we wish you all the luck, and hopefully you raise enough awareness and enough money as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. You Shadow. take care, Desiree. All right, then. Oh, Desiree Peters. So if you're in Durban, please go and join them and you can visit www.goldpe.org.za. Otherwise, on SAFM. Jam-packed, we did say. And now I'd like to welcome Norma Witten, who's the chairperson of Sawan. What does Sawan stand for, Norma? Welcome. I feel like we've said this because you've been sitting across me. (laughs) Hi, Shadow, and thank you very much for having me on your show. Thanks for joining me in the studio. South African Women Entrepreneurs Network. Mm -hmm. The acronym is SAWIN. Mm -hmm. It's better known as SAWIN. Everybody knows us as SAWIN. And you having this amazing wellness day. That's correct. Is this for all your members? Yes. And for the surrounding communities, anybody who would love to uh, to join us on that day, they are all welcome to come and join us and see what we have to offer. To not only to normal to 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 the business ladies out there, mm-hmm. but also potential ladies who would love to come and see what it is to actually own your own business. Now, who who are your members and where do they come from? Our members are from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. We cater for all sectors, namely the construction sector, anybody, your catering, your cleaning, anybody who has a dream. So small businesses. All SMMEs, all small businesses. We are here to assist them as sowing. How do you assist? We assist them by putting them into contact with opportunities. We are actually an initiative of the Department of Trade and Industry, Uh uh uh, the Gender Equity Section. Mm -hmm. And because it was felt that women in business are not getting all the exposure that they should be getting. Oh, we saw what happened to Kanye getting the exposure and the support from the NEF. Uh, Are you able to assist financially as well? Yes, we actually do. We link women to opportunities, namely access to finance, trade missions, um, to grow their business to different levels. That is what we do. That's what Sawin is all about. Trade missions work. Trade missions, international trade missions, whereby we can go and showcase our business and get linkage um, to to, to international business. Mm -hmm. That's what we do um, as Sawin. Do they grow, though? Do you have success stories you can tell us about people that have been members and have outgrown their membership because they've become independent? Absolutely. 
we have um, people in, especially in the construction sector, whereby we have uh, the CIDB, um, we have to comply with their regulations. So what we do is... What is the CIDB? Uh, Construction Industry Development oh, Board. It's one okay. of the compliances. But with them, what we have to do is we have to upgrade ourselves all the time. So if you are doing a, 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 a one project for 150000 you can go with all your paperwork to the CIDV and upgrade. I've known of women who have actually gone to millions. Really? Yes. They have actually grown they to a grade. They started Yes. And eventually to, to a grade from, a, from, from grade one to grade five, grade six. And, you know, the, you, you are able to do so much uh, uh, bigger projects mm. the higher you go in your grade. So, yes, we've had lots of success stories. Women who have actually got good catering and, and um, restaurant facilities and they grow it all the time because we, we do put them in contact with um, access to finance. Because I'm thinking, somebody listening now, thinking, you know, I've got, a, I've got an idea for a business and I do... Would you like some water? Okay. I've got an idea for a business and, you know, I don't know what, to do, what else to do except for make, make clothes, sew clothes or, or, or bead something. What, what does that woman need to do to... to Come to, to get help from you. Thank you, Shadow. We, the first thing I do personally as the chairperson, I have a hotline 24 7 to all those ladies who have a dream and need to realize their dream. Mm-hmm. So, what I do is I would say to them, Come and see me because this is just an added um, opportunity and uh, added benefit I do give them. I encourage them to join Sawin. It is only 300 rand to join Sawin, but the benefits they, re- they, they, they actually get out of Sawin is so much more than 300 rand. It by far supersedes uh, 300 rand. We encourage them to become a member so that they can get access to all the information. information so you're actually selling the information for 300 rand? For 300 rand. Mm-hmm. I think it's minimal. I think it's absolutely minimal for them to be able to to get all the information. I have been with Sawin for 11 years now. And but when they get the information, what, what's the information? What, what's it packaged like? Is it, is what it we do is if they're as, aspiring, or we, we'll tell them, okay, come. I'll sit with them and I'll say to them, now, first thing you need to do is, I'll ask them what their dream is. Mm. And that's their dream, right? What, is that your passion? Are you serious about it? You need to be serious to be able to make your business work. You cannot be there because you just think that uh, that lady is making a lot of money. <laughs> no, you cannot do that. We learned this on Friday, yes. Yeah, you cannot. You cannot see wh- where somebody else is being successful so that you want to now just copy that. Mm. You need to, it's your dream, it's your passion, it's you. You need to grow with whatever you believe in. So I will tell them, first of all now, if that's your dream, you need, we, we put them onto that sector we have sector heads in Sawin as well. And we put them onto that sector. And what we do is now we take them step by step how they must go to um, SIPC, which is the, the, the new SIPRO, mm-hmm. where you, you actually um, register your business. Okay, so you take them through all those you steps. You take them through all those steps, SARS, everything, all the compliances. And then they will get opportunities. 
we take them through to wherever we see an opportunity for them. Mm. If you're a caterer, we will put you on the Western Cape Supplier Database. We put you all over. We'll tell you where to go to all the databases. I get that. Now, you've got sector heads, obviously. You're the chairperson. Yes. And what do you do as, as the as chairperson? As a chairperson, mm. as I say, I have a hotline. Okay. <laughs> I but do you run your own business as well? I do, yes. That's Norma Witten. She runs her own business. Oh. Yes. What, what, what does your business do? My business makes fencing and gates. I'm on the spot welding engineers. And you started as a small business person at Sowen? Yes, I did. I started as a small business person, but I inherited my business. Ah, okay. You know? Okay. And the normal written that you now are getting to know is a lady who has actually educated three beautiful sons. Through your small business? Through my small business. Which has become a big business. Which is now, I hope, a better <laughs> business after 17 years of having inherited this business. It was my late husband's business. Mm. And um, with that, I mean, I even have a PhD son. He has his PhD in mathematics. When you inherited the business, though, did you know anything about business? Or Absolutely not? nothing. Wow, that's amazing. Absolutely nothing. I, I come from a background where women need to be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen, mm. and the man is the provider. And how did you overcome that? Well, Shadow, it was <laughs> challenging. It, it needs was 10 a, more it, hours on this radio program. It huh? was a woman in a man's world. I'm talking 17 years ago, 18 years ago. Mm. Women were not uh, recognized as wanting to be business people. And then I come in here as a woman in a man's world. Especially in that industry. In that industry mm -hmm. with a hard hat on construction sites. Oh. You know? How do you then, and, and you've got a, you've got, I, I see though that at, you've got a wellness program, uh, event coming up. Yes, Shadow. Which is we what we were supposed excited. to be talking about. But yes. then I was interested more about what you do at Sowen. But tell us about the wellness day. Who, who is invited? Invited are, amongst others, our Honorable Deputy Minister of Trade and Industry, mm -hmm. Elizabeth Tibeto. Okay. She will be gracing the, the event. event, as well as, um, Minister Madi Kazele of Human Settlements, mm -hmm. our CEO Ruth Masakwani from the she's on the board from Pretoria, as well as other board dignitaries or board members. Okay, I don't want to know about your top people. I want to know who's invited. Can we come? You are most <laughs> no, no. I'm not talking about me, but I'm talking about no. who, who no. from the public should from come. the public. Mm. What we have done. We have we are dropping letters uh, inviting the the residents, mm. the neighbours, mm. you know, because they are all close to the stadium. Okay. So we are inviting them. We have gone and gotten their signatures so that they are okay with the function happening. Oh, okay. With the event happening, that we don't um, make anybody, you know, get a little lose their heads a little bit and say yes. We, That's a good way of getting buy-in from, from, you know? from the neighbours. Yes. So the neighbours. Anybody in the community, anybody who's interested in coming to get their blood pressure or their... Just list the things that are happening there at the wellness event. Okay. So people are getting some health tips. 
Yes, absolutely. They will will have the reproductive screening, your pap smear. Ah, yes. That's very important. Yes, definitely. That is very important. And since it's Women's Month, we Mm. need to focus on this. Okay. The blood pressure screening as well. Mm -hmm. Then we also have a walk. Around the stadium. Around the stadium Mm -hmm. for five kilometers. Mm -hmm. And then also 2,5 for those who can't make it in the five (laughs) kilometers like myself. (laughs) Then also... um, we have lots of fun. Mm. We are looking forward to this uh, shadow because it's our first, it's our first wellness day after 11 years of Sawin being, you know, in existence. in existence. And so we are all very, very excited about it. You know what? We have our vendors, our own members showcasing their and exhibiting their wares. And also in the process, selling some of it, making mm. some money. Mm. Mm. You know? Okay, so where is this taking place? This is taking place at Turf Hall Stadium. Mm-hmm. It is situated the, the on Belgravia Road. Belgravia Road and Turf Hall Road. Mm. That's the corner there. It will be taking place at 10 a.m. That's in Lansdowne. Huh? That's right. Okay. On Sunday morning, 10 a.m. to 3, a, uh, 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and we invite everybody to come. You can bring your picnic baskets. You can make it a family day, a fun day. And do some yoga while you're at it and some all meditation. All those things. And then Zumba and whatever they, they call all these lovely dances. <laughs> and you can join in in aerobics. I'm looking forward to it. At least I'm going to get a bit of uh, some exercise. I want to see you do all of this stuff. <laughs> I certainly will. You look like you're about to go. <laughs> do the Zumba. <laughs> no, definitely. And um, yes, we will be having it at the Turfal uh, Stadium. Okay. All right. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited that you, you as, as someone, you're doing this. And really, especially the, the health bits that you're doing, uh, and I, I encourage people to go. The pap smear is most, most, most important to have as, as annually as you can. We, you know what we believe in. What Sawin believes is health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Well, wealth go together. Health, wellness, and wealth. Okay. All of those things go together because if you don't have your health, how do you work to make money? Give us your hotline, madam. Madam, madam Norma Witten. 021-425-5017. Yes. The person to speak with is Pinoki. P-I-N-O-K-I. At at Sawin. Yes, at Sawin's office. Okay. She oh. answered I thought you answered the hotline. No. <laughs> I know she does. <laughs> I have to I have, to run. <laughs> I have a business to run. <laughs> okay, so Pinoki is the person to call zero two one four two five five zero one seven is an email. Yes. It is Pinoki at Sawin dot org dot Z A. Fantastic. And she'll also have most of the information for the event. She has all the information. Fantastic. She's very clued up. Thank you so much for joining us, and we wish you all the best with this event, and I hope that we have healthier women at Sawin, and maybe give us the website for Sawin as well, so that people can go who want to start their small businesses and need assistance. Um, maybe we should get that website as well. Certainly. www. Mm-hmm. Dot Sawin, S-A-W-E-N, mm-hmm. dot org, dot Z-A. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us, Mama.
Thanks for having me, Shannon. You have a good day. Thank you. It's now time for the children's program.